plan comes together. The does, pod as well, but I'm talking about the team, bud. Does a plan ever fully come together? Not often. Did you know a fun fact? What? The brain named itself. Think about it. What does that even mean? The brain named itself. Yeah. All right. Get it? I, I, I now feel more dumb than I did 30 seconds ago. All right. I get what you're trying to say. It's like you're... I mean, that was your fun like, fact for Friday. You're like an you existentialist say, now? You should say, thank you, Alex. Thanks. Thanks, Alex. And I'm sure our viewers are, are going to be thanking you as well. Ah, that's fine. You can write me on the Inner Miami Podcast Instagram. And with that, I say welcome. Welcome. And we're back with the hottest pod yet. This is Jay Kington here, Alex Papa George, bringing you the Inner Miami Podcast. Episode 8, baby. Episode 8. Again, I mean, every episode, it's like we're just continuing to give thanks to these fans. We've added uh, two new countries. we got Peru and we got Singapore, so welcome to the pod. Thanks for tuning in. I think that's 12 total countries we're in now and, and all over the, uh, the U.S., but great to see us uh, grow. Yeah. Um, have you been to Singapore by chance? I have not. Singapore is an awesome city. If anybody gets a chance to go out there, uh, do so. It is actually, to what I understand, the cleanest city in the world. I saw Crazy Rich Asians, if that counts. Uh, probably, in my opinion. I was in Singapore. <laughs> yeah, crazy enough. You spit on the ground or you chew a piece of gum, your ass is going to jail. I ain't going back to jail. Well, you know, that... that, that uh. I don't know, Jay. I mean, I, we came pretty close here this last weekend. Maybe, maybe. maybe. We're not, not going to tell the viewers anything about That's that. Fine. They didn't have anything. Hopefully we'll get a live That's show fine. in Singapore soon. <laughs> but yes, welcome to the show. Uh, as always, reach out to us. Talk Instagram. To us. Holla. Facebook. DMs. Inner Miami Podcast. It's easy to find. We made it easy to find. We made it real freaking easy, people. Slide. Slide, slide into the DMs. I even threw one of those DM emoji thingies there, whatever you call it on the Instagram here earlier this week. That was pretty fun. I'm yeah. still having some fun. If you're not too trendy, you can always just send us an old-fashioned email at jayandalexatintermiamipodcast.com. Yeah, or if you really want to be a badass, instead of just going and searching us every week, you can click that subscribe button and you get automatic updates of when we release new content. That is true. It's oh, the best way to do it. Damn. Damn, I should have been a doctor. I don't know about that one. Uh, actually, you're pretty right on that, but uh, <laughs> we're recording this podcast on a Friday uh, you know, I know that we all have day jobs here, uh, just like myself and Jay. And, you know, we, we, we took the time out of our busy, busy Friday afternoon to come swing by the studio and drop some new content for y'all. Yeah, slight delay, just, uh, you know, work requirements during the week. Hey, sometimes they throw you a curveball and, uh, you know, we don't want to be homeless. No, you got to pay the bills somehow and it's not by selling yourself on the corner. So kids, do not do stop that. it. Do not do that. If you are kids, do not <laughs> get your ass back inside. Go to school. But, uh, you know, just came off that, that great four-part series we did. Oh, give me one. Well, all right. You don't, all you have to do is ask. I did. You're right. Easy enough. Oops, spilled. Ah, sorry. Sorry. Uh, work, if you're listening, you know, we may be a little bit late back, but, uh, you know, it is a Friday. Uh, I hope they're not listening. We'll see. Who knows? Yeah, but uh, again, shout out Three Kings Home Brewery. Love you guys. Uh, keep the beer coming. We'll keep the pods coming. Yep, and thank you to the four supporters groups. Again, the Siege uh, with Max Ramos, uh, Peter Marcos from the Southern Legion, who we actually were able to finally meet um, You know, this past weekend for the MLS Cup. Um, uh, the Northern Pack, Jose uh, and Melvin. 
And then Chris and Caesar from Vice City, 1896. Thank you for coming on and uh, and giving you know the listeners some insight into uh, what you guys are all about. Yeah, if you haven't tuned into the four supporters group series that we did, go ahead and flip back a couple podcasts. Uh, go ahead and tune in some awesome content. Really get a good feel for you know what each group is about, so you can get a little bit of sense if this is something that you want to go ahead and do. And like uh, you know, Jay and myself definitely you know suggest just going out, meeting one or two or three of these groups, and getting a feel for the guys. It's it's a short time, but you know potential awesome you know kind of you know relationship moving forward for years to come. Yeah, no, it's it's been great. Um, We've been meeting a ton of people. I'm horrible with names, but I think it was Brandon with the Southern Legion who actually came up and said, you know, it was thanks to the the episode we did uh, with the Southern Legion as to why he wanted to come out and check them out, and now he's full-fledged involved. So that was, uh, you know, reassurance we're doing at least something, right? Uh, I think we're doing a couple of things, right, but only a couple. Um, but on that note, Jay did mention we were able to spend uh, the MLS Cup last Sunday with Southern Legion. So, Thanks to Ed. Uh, thanks to Peter for the invite there. Really enjoyed hanging out with you guys. Um, met some great guys. Uh, Leo in particular, had an awesome conversation with him. He's really kind of spearheading the creative side of what Southern Legion is doing. So um, again, we were over at, what was the, was it Fox and Hounds? Over, Fox and Hounds. Yeah, yeah, right down from the stadium. Um, I know Southern Legion actually uh, bounced over there a little bit early to kind of check out what was happening. And, you know, a cool little stadium update here. It looks like uh, the sods lay down. Yeah, no, it is. Uh, it's, it's coming together. I mean, they got the structures up uh, in your typical Miami fashion of get everything up in a couple months. Fast as hell. Uh, you know, really, really coming uh, coming to be something beautiful yeah, over there. And, and, you know, if you haven't seen the stadium, uh, go go. It, it's really cool to, to kind of see the progress of something getting built. You know, from the point right now where, you know, we're such kind of, you know, we are a little bit advanced in the process, but we are in its infancy stage when it comes to the actual end design of how everything is going to look. So if you go take the time today, you know, maybe swing by over the weekend, spend a few minutes, take a picture, and then probably take a picture right when, you know, kickoff's about to happen in early March or kind of mid-March area now that we know. Um, But take a picture and see how the progress happens. Yep, it's coming, and it will have to be ready by March 14, 2020, because that is our first home game that was announced this week, Inter-Miami versus LA Galaxy. That is going to be a hell of an opener. That LA, is. You know. I am stoked on that. I think everybody heard the news come across social media, so you know, there's only one thing to do once we hear that. Hit it. <sighs> Felt damn good. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we are about four, what is it, the 15th? We're about four months away from kickoff here. Yeah, no, we're getting close. Yeah. Uh, you know, the MLS Cup just wrapped up this past week. And again, you know, shout out to Ed and, and Peter from the Southern Legion. Also, Football Miami TV. Uh, but Seattle came and took that 3-1. And uh, who said Seattle was going to I believe you actually dub? picked Atlanta. So, you know. What, people can't change minds? Uh, it's it's a much easier to pick 1-4 than, you know, 1-14. Hey, <laughs> I'm just playing the odds here. No, yeah, 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 I'm sure. <laughs> uh, if you, if, I'm sure most of you did catch the game. If you didn't. Uh, the Seattle Sounders took down Toronto FC 3-1. to Awesome game. Uh, not a lot of scoring in the first half, but that changed real quick in the second half, putting up four goals, some really exciting performances. Um, I, I'm sure everybody out there enjoyed the new playoff you know, structure that was going on here this year, but, I mean, single elimination just turns it up a notch. It does. Everything means more. It, it means everything. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's a that's a true win or go home scenario. Hundred percent. Yes. And you know, immediately following that game, uh, sequence of events 
occurred. And uh, we are now, you know, wrapping all that up as far as the very first event, uh, which was, you know, right after that, uh, once they finally get the, the in-season rankings, they can get everything ready for uh, the allocation order in the weeks to come. Yeah, and what we're going to do here on this week's podcast is really kind of take you through the off-season calendar into you know what to expect here in the preceding months. We're going to go into a little bit of a definition about you know what the dates are, you know what what each stage is all about. Um, it can get I think the words convoluted uh, and messy at some point. So yeah. what we want to do is just kind of give you you know guys and gals out there a high level view about what's going on and then. Uh, after we release the pod, if you are more interested in some of the nitty gritty details about you know what each of these exactly means, uh, we will go ahead and post that on our Facebook with a little bit more of a thorough definition in how everything is going to go down. But we did just want to share a little bit of an overview here. We know it gets really detail oriented. Um, but we did want to walk you down this path. And, um, you know, before we get going, uh, I know on earlier this past week, we asked for a little bit of user uh, feedback and kind of comments to hear like what you guys wanted to hear about. You know, what do you guys want to talk about here on the pod? This is a podcast for each and every one of you. Um, we're going to consistently do this uh, week in and week out. So uh, we got a we got a flood of comments. Probably I think it was I think the number was about 22 ish or so asking us different questions, which was really fun and exciting to see. We're not going to throw throw away all those comments if we didn't get to them right now we're going to actually stack them up and talk to them you know as kind of the preceding months follow but you know this was at the core of the majority of comments were about hey hey guys you know what what's happening in the off season you know what is a re-entry draft so we're going to go ahead and try and cover you know some of these details that you guys asked about and then save more of you know the coaching decisions which you know obviously we still do not have a coach right now um and player formations, uh, you know, away games, types of setups, things like that, you know, that may slowly unravel as we get closer to kickoff. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, we, we, we really, you know, appreciate all the questions. Uh, you know, we're going to answer them kind of as we keep going. So, you know, keep those coming uh, and we're going to make some time, you know, each episode to, uh, to get to those. But, um, you know, pretty much immediately after the day following uh, the MLS Cup is when everything kicks off and there's really this three-week span of, of you know, kind of all hell breaks loose. Uh, this is where we're going to see the team, I mean, seriously grow. I mean, we're, we're, we've already added several people. We're coming a little late, but honestly, it kind of worked out because, you know, November 11th to the 13th was when the trade window opens, mm-hmm. you know, following like a 10-week roster freeze uh, towards the end of the season, you know, in playoffs. So now we had the availability to sign and trade players and, we have acquired several uh, in that window, uh, so I guess we'll kind of get to that. Then we'll, we'll keep running through this off-season calendar. But as we had mentioned in the previous episodes, uh, we did acquire uh, the the rights for Victor Yoya. Yoya, 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 Yoya. Uh, we got him from FC Cincinnati. He was with them for one year. He's with uh, FC Dallas for I believe nine years after that. So about ten years mm-hmm. of MLS experience. Uh, on one of the previous episodes, I believe two episodes ago. I included a link to a video just kind of more about him. Great story. Uh, you know, he's experienced a little bit of hardship and, and fought through it. So he can definitely uh, mentor and, and, you know, help out younger players, especially as they move to the U.S. He is of Latin descent. Um, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's the oldest player on the team right now. As of now, yeah, because we like, you know, these, you know, 19, 21-year-olds. I, yeah, I guess. You got to start somewhere. But, I mean, adding another layer of kind of professionalism and experience and maturity, I think, uh, can do this team real well, especially as we continue to put the pieces together. 
Yeah, so we got him. Uh, gotcha. You know, we, we got him and the first round pick of the uh, 2019 uh, reentry draft, stage one of that, from mm-hmm. FC Cincinnati in exchange for $50,000 in general allocation money. And we will get to that in a bit if you're not familiar with what this is. Um, a 2020 MLS Super Draft third round selection and the 26th pick of the 2019 MLS reentry draft. Uh, so, you know, we had the rights for, you know, I think like a week, maybe two or something like that. They were just waiting to be able to get the contract in place. Uh, and then kind of following that tune, we also got Drake Callender, who uh, we acquired his rights uh, from San Jose Earthquakes. And we traded away a second round pick in the Super Draft, number 27th overall, as well as general allocation money based on uh, performance-based metrics up to $150,000 in general allocation money. Dude looks like a beast. He does. He's young, so he's 22 years old. He's he plays a monster. For, plays for UC Berkeley. He's played you know, for all, all four years, uh, 52 appearances, 15 clean sheets. I don't think he's going to be our starting uh, you know, keeper. We're going to want to work on him a bit. I think we're going to go for someone a little more seasoned. Uh, but I yeah, like so. that start, though. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's, 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 it really started picking up. It was yeah, kind of fun to watch that. that. We literally... Um, like almost doubled in size. Uh, yeah, crazy. Know. It took us a few months to get to this, and in a couple of days, we have seen this. Yeah, this squad it's, it's only going to keep going. It's only going to keep uh, going. Fun's just beginning. Yep. We also acquired midfielder Jay Chapman from Toronto FC. Hey, Jay. Hey, bud. Not me. I wish. <laughs> Uh, still not ready for coach though. But that's great because he's got he's got playoff experience as well. Uh, that that wait 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 wait. I just got breaking news. Inter Miami just signed a coach. Psych. <laughs> Such a dick. What are we doing? All right, I'm sorry. Jesus. So we got him from Toronto FC. Jay Chapman again. In case anyone's losing train of thought over here, I'm losing uh, it. In exchange for a hundred thousand in general allocation money. Uh, Chapman, though, 25. Uh, he was signed as a homegrown player ahead of the 2015 season. He's made uh, 79 appearances for Toronto FC. Uh, Michigan State guy, uh, won an MLS Cup, a Supporters Shield, and three Canadian championships. Three. So, so he's a Canuck. He is a Canuck. He is a Canuck. So right. at Michigan State, 64 appearances, 12 goals. Um, you know, he's got, uh, I want to say, 16 goals in his. Uh, I would say professional soccer career outside of college. Uh, also, you know, played with uh, Canada U17 and U23 teams, right, and right. is also part of the Canadian national team. Logging in two appearances for the national team with one goal, sweet, and uh, seven for the uh, the U, U, uh, U23 and U17 combined. Stoked. And yeah. in case uh, any of that, any of you listeners are mathematicians out there, he is 25 years old. Uh, that slowly creeps up our average age of this team but ever so slightly yeah i mean honestly you know i want to get a couple of seasoned people with those dp spots but i like the young I want, team. like the udonis haslam you know like yeah someone like late who has some ties to the city and just a badass player coach yeah no doesn't i doesn't even have to play i think that you know you can sprinkle those in uh you know but you look at like you know what what you know my favorite epl team chelsea's doing i mean that's like i think one of the youngest squads they've ever had uh, on record and you know there are some some growing pains trying to you know get all that but now you know they're really really playing well and just climbing the uh the chart so you know i'm okay with with us you know we'll get young players and i we're just going to keep developing them do you know who the the coaches of chelsea frank lampard yeah do yeah. you know who the coaches of inner miami not frank lampard all right moving on i feel like i should go put on my lampard jersey let me let me, uh, let me run and grab that real quick <laughs> i feel like you should put on your shirt <laughs> <laughs> never that <laughs> Um, but you know, 
fall in tune with these youngins, we also acquired Grant Lillard, uh, and we got him from Chicago Fire in exchange for a 75000 in general allocation money. Uh, he is 23. He also joined Chicago as a homegrown player. Uh, 12 appearances over the last two seasons. Uh, but, you know, according to Paul McDonough, he's a very promising young defender. And, you know, they're, uh, they're building out that team right now. So, uh, you know, prior to the fire, he, uh, you know, played four seasons at Indiana University, not far from where I actually grew up in Kentucky. Uh, but 86 appearances, 14 goals. Uh, has not scored professionally in the MLS or on loan. But, you know, he's a defender. So, you know, hopefully if we can just, you know, get a couple goals this season, yeah. we'll be more than thrilled with that. Totally. Totally. I mean, the dude's got an impressive, I guess, you know, an array of awards that he's won. Yeah, yeah. No, he does. Um, you know, Mac Herman Trophy finalist, first team All-American, uh, Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year, first team All-Big Ten during the senior year. So, I mean, yep. the, 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 the guy definitely has um, – he's got skills, you know, and, and we'll be happy. And, and that really, you know, continues to grow the roster. So, uh, you know, right now our forwards are, you know, still just Julian Carranza, but, you know, midfielders – uh, George Acosta, Jay Chapman, David Norman Jr., Mateus Pellegrini, Victor Uyoya. Uyoya. And our defenders are Grant Lillard and our boy, the Beast himself, Christian McCone. Now, out of these, Jay, who, out of these eight players right here, who are you most excited about? Uh, I'm going to say uh, McCone and uh, Pellegrini. Ooh, all right. We gave all him that right. that, uh, that young DP right. slot. I want to see what he's all about. I, you know, what I mean, like, but I also am excited to see what what Julian Carranza can do. Yeah. No, I think that. Uh, yeah, I think we're off to a good start here. Yeah. I mean, what do you think about that? Well, I mean, I'll tell you. I think David Cor- Norman would be higher on my list if he would respond to you. Listen, I was just gonna. I, I was <laughs> just gonna say David Norman's probably the player that I want to see here the most. I mean, I know he's kind of blowing us off, but. I'm excited to see him play, but ultimately, it's Carranza for me. Uh, maybe it's just because I'm an offensive-minded player, and I think that he's got a, he's got some wicked skills out there, boy. But and you know, we still have to fill out our forward squad too. But I think that that guy brings a little bit of young flair to the to, to the team, um, and I think that you know, as we kind of fill this roster out, he brings a little bit of style, which I can definitely appreciate. Yeah, and I don't feel bad, buddy. He's not blowing you off. He's just busy playing soccer Maybe. elsewhere. He's not focused Maybe. only on Inter-Miami yet. Uh, but the thing about social media is you can take it, like, anywhere and everywhere. So he's getting my messages. I, I honestly like that he's blowing you off because it tells me that he's focused on the task No, you know what I maybe I should do is maybe I should go, like, get one of, like, my really good-looking, like, girlfriends to, like, holler at him, and that'll probably change his attitude. What's his name, Bruce? <laughs> Wow. Um, yeah, buddy, yeah. Damn. So, damn. big moves happened over the, uh, the past several days. Uh, November 13th, 8 o'clock, that trade window closes, and the blackout period begins. Uh, and this is basically just putting it's a Jay's hold favorite on... period. Yeah, the blackout <laughs> period. And um, this is basically saying, you know, you can't sign or trade players until the conclusion of the 2019 expansion draft which is on November 19th. But before that, on the 14th, the club deadline to submit bona fide offers. Bonafide. Um, what, know, the, what the hell does that mean? So the, the clubs basically will notify the league office in writing of players who they have extended ah. a bona fide offer to. Um, you know, but uh, tomorrow is what we're all excited about because November 16th, the list of eligible players for selection in the MLS expansion draft will be released. Remember, each team can protect 12 except for the five teams that don't have to give up any because they gave them to FC Cincinnati. 
That'll yep. be released 10 a.m. tomorrow. We might have to just make an emergency episode and cover emergency that. Emergency pod, I like it. For you mathematicians out here, that means the 13th, the 14th, the 15th top player and the unrestricted ones of each team are now available for us to go out and snag. And like Jay said, that is manana on a Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yep, and that's going to give everyone a few days, three days, maybe I guess technically three and a half. But on November 19th, 5 p.m., I hope everyone is tuning in. It is the 2019 MLS expansion draft. Where can and we, we tune have, in, Jay? Uh, where, MLS, where can we tune in? On the MLS app or on MLSsoccer.com. Uh, remember, we got that number one pick. Number one, baby. So that's going to be exciting. We, we, we can one. select up to five players. Five. You know, uh, we need five. We probably need all five, but you know, maybe, maybe they'll take four. We, we will wait to see what happens. Uh, that will go on uh, following that November 21st at 1 p.m. The club deadline to exercise player options. Again, just leave, they're going to be notifying the league office in writing of players whose options they are exercising. Uh, so, you know, stuff coming up November 25th at 3 p.m. End of year waivers which are going to be conducted in the reverse order of the 2019 season, taken into the po- you know, taken into account the postseason, uh, you know, and, and per the expansion draft, uh, you know, Nashville will have the 25th pick, uh, and then Inter-Miami will have the final pick uh, in each round. So, uh, you know, exciting times coming up with that. What happens on the 25th? That. What also happens on the 25th? <laughs> Part two. <laughs> no, free agency pops off. So uh, this will be another kind of um, accelerated growth period, though. But uh, any players who are out of contract or have their option declined um, and who are at least 28 years old and who have completed a minimum of eight years. So uh, the complete list of free agents will be released on November 22nd. So keep your eyes out for that. Yes, and that brings me to the re-entry draft here and make it a little bit confusing, but again, that's why we're going to put this on Facebook. We're going to let you roll through it here, uh, you know, listening, and then go ahead and check it out. Uh, So the MLS re-entry process gives each team the chance to sign a player who have not yet agreed to a contract. Uh, This is broken down in two separate stages. Uh, Stage one starts on November 26th, and stage two is on December 3rd. Uh, That being said, very similar to the end of year waivers, uh, each team will select in the reverse order of how they finish in the 2019 season, taking into account the playoff performance. Um, Moving into stage one and exactly what the heck that means, uh, clubs must exercise their option for said player. If they do decide to extend a bona fide offer, uh, the player may select or they may not select. Uh, By that meaning, they could agree to terms or they don't have to agree to terms. Um, If a player does have more years currently on their contract, they are automatically uh, rolled over into their next preceding contract with said team. Should a player reject that offer from the drafting club, that drafting club has what's called the right of first refusal. And... This is really when I started scratching my head figuring out what the hell the right of first refusal is. And I kind of came up with this new little story here, Jay, so bear with me. For those who do don't know what a right of first refusal is, uh, like me, uh, Tommy owns a house and Bo offers to buy that house for $1 million. However, someone named, say, Carl, 
holds the right of first refusal. We all know that Carl in there holds a right of first refusal to purchase that house. Therefore, Tommy can sell the house to Bo, but he must first offer the house to Carl for that offer price of $1 million. If Carl accepts, he buys the house instead of Bo. If Carl declines, Bo may now buy that house for the proposed $1 million offer. It's basically giving that first club a chance to basically have the right of that in, that of that player, it does, how does that sound, Jay? Do you think? I mean, I, it, it sounds like they're like they're giving more power to the players in this one. So it's not just like teams completely making all the decisions, but the players actually have some say in this. I honestly think it's kind of a little twofold. One is that the player has every right to reject an offer, which I I actually really do enjoy, instead of you know being barren to go to that area. But then also, you know, the team who does draft has has an opportunity to get them that you know their hands back in the fold, so they can still potentially get that player. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's kind of the player weighing the options at that time. But I think that it's a it's a really good clause inside of this whole process. And again, we'll have the definition of on there. But I just thought a little analogy for y'all. Gotcha. So then, can you explain to us what stage two looks like? Ah, Jay, you must be reading my mind, dude. Yes, if your mind is an outline. Yes, well, or... Eh, could be an outline. Uh, stage two, ladies and gentlemen, which takes place on December 3rd. Uh, all players who were not selected in stage one are still around to be signed. Uh, team has seven days total to sign said player. If the agreement cannot be reached between the drafting club and the player, basically... The right of refusal comes into play or the player is back on the market and continue a search. Um, that being said, if a player is not selected in either stage one or stage two of the re-entry draft, the players will be available on a first-come, first-serve basis. Oh, Let man. me get a drink of this. Three yeah, you're a, you're kings, a little, little parched. Excellent, excellent. Well, that, that, uh, thank you for breaking that down into, I'd uh, say, you know, more layman's terms. Stuff oof. can get... Uh, complicated and, and I mentioned you know general allocation money earlier so you know general allocation money and target allocation money are stuff that we're going to start seeing uh, we've already been seeing it in you know as we acquire players and we're going to continue to see it you know over the next couple of weeks uh, but you know this gets convoluted as well so we're just going to kind of break this down at a very surface level and then we'll also post you know the details and, and I guess you know uh, caveats of each one but uh, general allocation money, GAM, scam. It's money that is available to a club in addition to its salary budget, right? So um, a lot of times, you know, uh, teams will either trade this or uh, the MLS will provide it to teams based off different scenarios. Uh, but again, it's used to buy down or reduce a player's salary under the cap. This comes into play with DPs, which we briefly covered. Which is uh, pretty cool. It kind of sounds like an aid. Yeah, it is an aid. So it, you, can, you can bring in bigger name players mm-hmm. that have a higher salary and then use this money to buy down uh, their salary so it, it, it goes you know under the cap. Yeah, so think about it like this. If you're also a football, you know, I guess a football American fan, um, this is basically not a hard cap. This is kind of how, you know, if you were hitting that ceiling there and you weren't able to sign a player, this, uh, you know, GAM, as they call it, you know, general allocation money, uh, would help lower, you know, that, 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 you know, kind of burden on your cost. So you can therefore set, sign said player. Yeah. So, you know, it's 480,000, like 625, a little change over that. Uh, so if someone's making, you know, say 500,000, we do really easy mm-hmm. math, 500,000, they could allocate, uh, you know, a little, little under 20,000, uh, to get him under that $480,000 gotcha. uh, mark. So there's also, you know, targeted allocation money, 
Uh, and those are, are funds strategically provided by the league uh, to teams to add or retain players that will make an immediate impact on the field. Um, also can be used to buy down contracts, but you can't use both GAM and TAM together to buy down mm. a contract. So you can just use one or the other. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it can only be applied to players making above 200000 a year. Ah, you know, So this is, 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 is targeted to... A little uh, higher echelon. Yeah, yeah, not, not, not so much, you know, the, the younger players. Got um, it, got it. And again, you know, we'll post kind of a greater breakdown of that and the different caveats because it can be a little, you know, convoluted. I really hope, you know, as, as we continue to, you know, grow the salary cap with the new CBA, ideally in the future, just get rid of, rid of it altogether. Uh, but, it does you know, get a little confusing, I'll be honest. It does. But so you're going to see more of it just so you can understand, yeah, you know, just basis. quick. Just Try and grasp that quickly. You know, some you know. happy hour conversation. It's Friday. Yeah. You know, yeah. kick off the barbecue this weekend. It's supposed to be a beautiful weekend, actually. We've had a little bit of rain here throughout the South Florida area. Yeah, but, it's been a rough um, week. To what I understand, is kind of going to, there's a little bit of a cold front. And by cold, you know, I probably mean like 80 degrees, which, you know, it's rough that's why we live, rough why we live down, down here. here. You know, so, sorry if there's any listeners out there in Detroit, Michigan right now getting crushed by that arctic blast that's all right we'll keep you warm just chill just kick it with inner miami pod yeah jay and alex stay inside stay inside turn to a human icicle or you can come down here and enjoy the beach yeah i'll tell you who's happy to come down here is victor yoya yoya because cincinnati is a cold cold place in the winter i'm from an hour from there and uh man this weather is so much better, and, and you know he's uh yeah. That's why we're down here. He's, he's you know from Mexico and Texas, so he's, he's he wants that warmer weather as well. Uh, but know. bringing to uh, one of my favorites, I I I don't really. This is Jay's. I try to stay away from speculation, of... but I just I just kind of love this. So player rumors, uh, biggest what you got? What you got? Biggest one, and this is a big one. This kind of cooler water cooler talk. This kind of came out of nowhere, um, but now Inter Miami have their their eyes set on Luka Modric of Real Madrid, uh, Croatian uh, national player. Uh, this guy is a stud midfielder. Uh, smaller guy, but he makes up for it with his skills. This guy is really good. I would love, love, love to bring this person onto the team. If you don't know who he is, open, get out of, get out of your box. Uh, but you know, but he, they're staying inside. They are, <laughs> if, if you somehow don't know who this is. Uh, but he will be able to, to leave Real if... You know, he wants to next summer. Um, I know Beckham's kind of been really busy working on, you know, Luis Suarez, even Just Leo Messi, Cavani. But, but now mm. Modric seems like it has a real possibility. So what, what, what percent chance do you think we have of Luca coming down here? It's so hard to tell. I mean, this is very early stages, but... I'll go ahead and say twenty five percent chance, which right, honestly is a pretty right, damn good chance when we're talking about these, good. these 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 mega stars here. It's pretty damn good, actually. Uh, there was a coaching rumor. Oh shit! Well, not really a rumor. I'd say I couldn't tell if it was a joke or really just a sad man's <laughs> well, cry. In we're off to a great start. <laughs> uh, Chris Coleman, who uh, coached Wells in the Euro and made it to the semifinal, defeating uh, a very talented and young Belgium team. Uh, and then he went to coach Sutherland in China, but did not do well at both. I, it was, fans were very rough to him in China as well. But he said that he's, uh, he's reached out to Beckham several times and that Beckham hasn't returned his calls or emails. <laughs> that's so a great sign. I don't know if they're friends and that's a joke or if this man is just like... Well, shit, man. I could do that. You know, just, just, just talk to the man. We don't, we, don't, we don't want anything on our conscience, you know? I mean, I, I guess. I guess. Yeah. And, uh, you know, other thing that, that popped up was... 
uh, new partnership announced with Inter Miami, uh, partnered with SportX, which is UK's leading sports trading giant. So welcome, and uh, I think that'll be a, a yeah. pretty beneficial partnership. Uh, I'm still anxious to see who the hell is going to be, you know, the, the 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 sponsor on the jersey. So, you know, we'll see. Maybe Any Heineken. progress had on that? I'm not sure. No, uh, we've spoken to a few people that say they know from reputable sources, but if they say anything, I think they're going to be killed. So they won't they won't inform <laughs> us of anything. I mean, we have a general idea what the what the the kits are going to look like as far as uh, color and scheme, but we don't know who that sponsor will be. Yeah, uh, but exciting stuff like Jay touched on here. Playroom is coaches, partnerships. Uh, we are in mid-November. We're a few weeks away from Thanksgiving. Uh, can't believe we're in the holiday season already. It seems like yesterday, geez, it seems like yesterday was New Year's Eve, and now in six, seven weeks, we're going to be doing it all over again. I'll tell you, if there was ever a time where I'm okay with time flying by, it'd be right now leading up to this season. Yeah. Because I was like, all right, we just make it to basketball Nailed season, it. and then once that's wrapping up, we'll get into the MLS. So, you know. Just kind of set bars and, uh, you know, let's get through the holidays. Let's get training camp kicked off in January. Let's go out there and see it happening and uh, let's make this let's make this thing go. Yeah, man. We got another exciting, you know, I, 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 like you said, you've been saying this for a while here. That news is just going to keep rolling down. So, you know, we would just want to take the time here to go ahead and, you know, kind of lay down an outline of what to expect here in the preceding weeks and months and, you know, give it to you guys straight. And like we said in the beginning of the podcast, if you have any questions, interest, or just curiosity about any little detail that we touched on on uh, today's pod, go ahead and check out our Facebook right after releasing this podcast. We'll go ahead and drop something on there for for everybody to go ahead and learn a little bit more. And, you know, uh, as we come to an end here, I got to thank everyone for tuning in. If you don't already subscribe by pushing one simple little, all you got to do is after you find us, click subscribe. So click subscribe, get updated as soon as new podcasts and content's released. If you don't already, shame on you, but follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and drop us a line. We're going to keep talking to you guys. Also email jnalexandairmiamipodcast.com. Uh, keep the questions coming. We do appreciate them. Several of them we cannot answer because we just don't know yet. We don't know who our keeper is going to yeah, be yet. We don't know what our play style will be. We don't know who our coach is. We don't even know who all of our players are. So once we get that, then we can kind of analyze what this team, uh, you know, how they're going to play, how they're going to act, what kind of formations they're going to use. I love 4-3-3, but that's just me. Yeah, and then, you know, so, some of y'all, we just can't simply say what you're asking us. I mean, I, we could blatantly lie to you, but we try to avoid that. Yeah. That's more like DM talk right there. But anyway, I'm I'm Alex. I'm Jay. Thanks for tuning in, guys. It's been great. Love y'all. Adios, amigos.